Well, hello everyone, welcome back to Beyond the Bench, and you are in season four, and this is a bonus episode with our Iowa High School Athletic Director Association, District Athletic Directors of the Year. Don't ask me to repeat that because I can't say it any faster, and I'll mess it up if I have to say it, but um, we, uh, we've enjoyed these. We had one with Ken Schreiber. He was our Southwest Iowa AD of the Year. And in just a moment, I'm going to visit with our Central District AD of the Year. Uh, first off, just want to thank our sponsors of Beyond the Bench that have been with us this season. Hometown Ticketing, Gipper, Varsity Bound HQ, Superfan Inc., and Jamie Beckler and the Leadership Playbook. Thank you to those sponsors for their support of Beyond the Bench. Well, it's my honor and privilege I get to talk to a good friend of mine uh, Al Lammers from Norwalk High School. Al is the Central District AD of the Year for the IHS ADA. Al how you doing? Todd good good to talk to you it's been a while uh, I'm doing well and um, everything's going going great so thank uh, you for having me. You bet yeah uh, these are these have been good we look forward to, to visiting with you here real quick and I know you're off to executive board meeting. Um, Al and I really got to work closely together. Al was president. I was his first VP. So I went and got him, well, anything that he wanted, which usually was a beverage. Uh, let's just be honest about what my role was. Uh, but I, I felt that I did that to the best of my ability and tried to keep Al, uh, keep Al going. And uh, Al was a great leader in the IHS ADA and is right now. And um, so that, that's our history. I'm not going to let Al respond to that because I like my version better. And uh, I think we all know it's true anyway, if you know Al. No, I'm kidding. Jeez, I could edit that out, but I won't. <laughs> oh, no, I tell you what, you did a great job, Todd. I, I couldn't have asked for a better partner uh, in those few years. And uh, you fulfilled your assistance to, um, to the extreme. So I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, I, I did what I can. So... Uh, well, we're going to dive right in and uh, get to our, our few four or five questions that we have here that we've been asking everybody. Uh, first off, just introduce yourself to our listeners. Um, those in Iowa know, but those uh, outside of the state may not know who Al Lammers is. And just tell us about yourself, your family a little bit, and your journey uh, as an athletic administrator. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, so I've been in education. Uh, this is year 35. Um, I've been married to uh, my wife, Stevie, for almost 30 years. We have two beautiful children, uh, daughters, and uh, one just recently married a month ago, and um, my youngest uh, is a freshman at UNI. So um, it's uh, 35 years. I spent 18 years in the classroom. This is my 17th, 17th year as an athletic administrator, um, and uh, I tell you what, it's, it's gone by really fast. Mm -hmm. uh, for those of you that are somewhere in the middle of where you're going and trying to decide where you're going with your professional future, um, you want to just make sure you savor it a little bit because it goes by a lot quicker than you think. Uh, it sure does. It sure does. And uh, yeah, great family, Stevie. Uh, Stevie's a great, great partner with you. And uh, uh, she's been obviously a big supporter as well. So yeah, and, and that's I think that's the other thing too, Todd. Is you and I both know that you can't do this uh, by yourself. You got to have uh, you know a great support mechanism uh, between your children and your wife, and obviously your wife Deb, 
uh, understands that as, as well as mine. And um, I, I, you could go into a whole show, I think, probably discussing uh, what that side of your life is given up a little bit and what they're giving up mm -hmm. um, in support of your professional endeavors and, and uh, what you like to do. So um, you're right. Couldn't do it without them. For sure. And, uh, you know, just a little plug there for people who are listening. Um, one of our most listened to episodes, Beyond the Bench, was from season three last year. We actually had our wives on and nice. uh, they kind of set it straight. So um, <laughs> that was a, a well-attended podcast that we did. Uh, I, so, I, would, I, I would believe that considering your wives. I mean, I, I think everybody would want to listen to those three. <laughs> yeah, we should post the video because there's probably faces made that... Uh, would be worth it as well. Um, so Norwalk, Iowa, uh, just tell our listeners a little bit about the Norwalk School. It's, it's kind of a unique situation, um, but just uh, a little bit of the Norwalk and, and the size and everything there. Sure. Uh, Norwalk High School, Norwalk, our, our community is located about uh, four miles, five miles just south of the Des Moines International Airport. I guess you could call us somewhat of a suburban school now uh, within the metro. Um, you know, as as we have found the metro to grow and expand, <clears throat> you know, to the west and to the north a little bit. Um, that expansion has now sort of moved south and west, and uh, we we we're beginning to feel that uh, development a little bit, Todd. Um, you know, our our current uh, enrollment is. Uh, to the point where we are now classified on the boys' side as a 4A school um, with a bed count somewhere close to 776 with a 9-12 count, somewhere over 1,000 uh, kids in the high school now. And so, um, you know, our community is thriving. It's growing. Uh, we've got somewhere close to eight different housing developments going on in, in our community right mm -hmm. now. Wow. Um, so it's kind of crazy that way. And then our commercial and industrial tax base is getting... Uh, better, uh, which, as you obviously know, is crucial to being able to uh, expand facilities with bond issues and things like that. So, um, yeah, we we feel like, you know, uh, we're very competitive with any of the other suburban schools as far as a place to live. And, um, you know, um, it's it's a good place to be. I mean, I've been here for 33 years and, um, you know, it's it's been enjoyable for me and this community has been great. They're very supportive. And uh, we couldn't do a lot of the things that we do here without them. Yeah, I agree. Um, of course, spent about five miles to your east there for for three years when I was at Carlisle, and um, really got to know you a little bit there before we got on the board together. But uh, great facility, great community. Uh, I had a, my son and daughter in law lived in that community for uh, two years. Um, so yeah, just uh, a lot of positives with Norwalk for sure. Yep, no doubt about it. And. You know, as, as we continue to grow, we're, we're in the middle of a, a fairly large uh, construction project right now, about a $25 million um, construction project in which we're going to add on a, a new competition center uh, that will include a lot of the entities that uh, we need from, a, from an athletic standpoint, but also more importantly, from a PE standpoint mm -hmm. uh, and being able to provide space for kids. So we're very excited about that. Uh, that construction started here this last summer. And uh, we're looking to be able to move in sometime in the uh, next October, I believe, is what they told us. Awesome. Awesome. So you have no meetings going on with that or anything? Uh, no, nothing. No, <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not big enough for me to be part of <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. 
So Al, uh, we're going to get into our, our main four questions now. Uh, what is your why? When your feet hit the floor in the morning, you got to get going or those tough days happen. Uh, what's your why? Uh, it's very simple. Um, to be honest with you, it's been sort of a guiding thought in my head all the time. And it's about the kids. Um, mm -hmm. You know, every everything that you do, every every thought that you have, every decision you make, every initiative that you uh, create any policies that you implement. I mean, it, the bottom line is everything you do, uh, it's about the kids and uh, putting their welfare and, and uh, what you hope to be a successful experience uh, in anything that they do within our organization. Um, you know, that's the why. It, it's, it's really, really simple um, because, you know, as you go through and you go through your process of decision making, um, it's all about, okay, how's this going to benefit our kids? Um, you know, it, so that's, that's really my why. I mean, it's, it's very simple. Uh, I, I, I can't make anything any deeper or more prophetic than that. Um, because that's really what it's about. Right. So, well, yeah. I, I, I think sometimes we can make it more complex than what it needs to be. And I think we want it to be simple. And, uh, I think you've proven that. So that that's, that's great. Al, what do you feel like you do really well? <laughs> it depends on who you ask. Um, <laughs> you know, I I don't know, Ty. I mean, that's one of those questions that that are are, are fairly self-reflective. And um, I, you know, I hope I do most everything well. Uh, I don't think we can be perfect. We never, nobody ever is. And anytime that we think we are, that's when you become imperfect. Um, mm -hmm. So, I. I don't know. I, I, I think one of the things um, that we do well here is is the culture that we've kind of created within our uh, within our coaching fraternity and our in our, our sponsors and our directors um, understanding what we're really about. Um, and I think from that standpoint, we get a lot of those people that are on board with what we're trying to do and they buy into it. They take ownership in it. They believe in that, um, especially in our mission statement, our core values. So, you know, I, I think the one thing that we do well is, you know, we're, we're a very collegial organization um, with the best interests of kids in mind. And, and moving forward, everybody's decision uh, is geared toward that. So, you know, I, I, I guess I think that's what we probably do well. And, um, but again, like I said, that's, for a lot of other people to decide what we do well, what we don't. Well, I, as an outsider looking in and just knowing what I know about Norwalk and uh, being in the city there for a few years, and um, I would say that's spot on. I feel that when I go to Norwalk, uh, when I've watched your teams play, when I've watched you interact, and I think um, to our listeners out there, and I'll, I'll compliment Al with this, I, I, I feel like Al twisted that and took it because that's who Al is. You notice the language. That's what we do well. It wasn't about him. And I think that's Al in a nutshell, really, um, is that he's a we person. Uh, he's about looking out for others. And um, that I think that's exactly outsider looking in. Al, I think you hit it on the head. Uh, I, I appreciate that, Todd. And uh, yes, you're, you're exactly right. Um, it's always one of those positions or what we do 
is always behind the scenes, um, never putting yourself out in front and um, making sure that those who actually are, you know, implementing the things that you're asking them to implement um, are put out in front because they're the ones that are doing the work that you're asking them to do. So, um, yeah, that's, I, I, I think you probably nailed it with that. So um, kind of the next thing then, uh, what are you trying to get better at? What have you kind of been focusing on to get better at too? You know, that's, that's a great question because there's a lot of things that I can get better at. I mean, it's, it's tough because there's so many things I can't really focus on one. Um, but I, I would tell you the, uh, the one thing that I wish we could get better at or I could get better at uh, is maybe that more second order work. Um, you know, our jobs are so complicated and bogged down with a lot much transactional stuff um, and responsibilities, you know, just an example like scheduling, if you will, or anything that has to do with first order business. Um, you know, one thing I, I, I would like to be able to get better at is, is the second order of, of transformational uh, programming. Um, I, I think, you know, and every school has this, and I think part of that, uh, the reason for that is simply because of the structure of what our jobs are and how schools structure those jobs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they don't, I don't think there's enough emphasis put in place in relationship to providing time for athletic directors to really uh, be able to do that second order work, uh, which is more transformational in its purpose uh, as far as making coaches, your sponsors, your activity um, uh, sponsors and directors, you know, extracurricular directors better. And, you know, I, I wished I could be better at that. That's, that's the one thing that's always sort of gnawed on me um, over 17 years is that I've never been able to carve out that time to do the things that I think are more important than uh, the transactional piece, which is 80% of your time. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's the one thing I wish I could get better at. Yeah. Time is a factor, certainly is. Yeah. So leads to our last question, a question that we asked every one of our guests um, on our show. Um, Al, if you could go back and, and talk to a young Al Lammers, maybe 30, 33 years ago, um, what would you tell a younger self, a younger Al? What advice would you give yourself? Wow. Yeah, I saw that question when you sent it to me, Todd. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I can remember back 30 to 35 years uh, to be able to answer that question. Go back a week. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be better at my age. You know, the senility starting to set in. And I don't know if I can even go back that far. But, um, you know, I, as, I, as I looked at that question, I thought, you know, the, the one thing that came to my mind right away is be prepared uh, to be durable throughout everything that you do. Um, and it was interesting because I know uh, your friend and co-host, uh, Mr. Jarvis, um, mm -hmm. had sent me a question asking me to make a comment uh, or two based on the term durable for his new book that he's writing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wish Scott all the best in, um, in that endeavor. Um, How but much as I you pay you to get an endorsement? I I want to compare our endorsement clause. <laughs> eh, never mind. Well, I just saw him this weekend, so he asked me to give him a plug. Um, but 
anyway, I, I guess you kind of put that word out there. And as I looked looked at it, um, you know, I kind of broke it into three parts. I said, you know, one is is the mental durability, physical durability, and the emotional durability. And those three components, uh, as you move through your professional life, and especially as you become an athletic director, um, those are three components that I think you really need to be aware of and understand how to create your durability in those three areas. Um, because mentally, you know, you've got to be able to um, lead discussions or, or lead the narrative or direct the narrative or control the narrative, being able to help people or solve problems or whatever it might be. The physical durability of understanding um, that, you know what, you're going to work 14 hours maybe in a day and you got to be able to pop right back in next morning, eight, nine o'clock. You got a meeting scheduled and you still got another event and you may work two, 12, 14 hour days in a row. So from a physical standpoint, um, you know, you got to be ready for that. And then, you know, the third one is the emotional. Um, you got to be willing to sacrifice uh, family time. Uh, you know, that that emotional piece for me was probably the most difficult um, from the standpoint of, of the long hours. And I'm not saying those long hours weren't bad. That was just part of the job and you're part of your profession. You accepted that. But at the same time, um, not being there uh, every night of the week for your kids or for your wife or, you know, or for family, um, that can be emotionally draining unless you prepare yourself for it. So I think, you know, those those three areas is, is probably what my advice would be. My younger self, if I can remember what that was. <laughs> well, I think that's great. That's a great analysis of that word. And uh, I think that's good for all of us to remember. Well, Al Amherst, thank you. Uh, Central Iowa District AD of the Year, well-deserved and a fantastic job, doing a fantastic job in Norwalk. And uh, great to see you. Best to Stevie. And uh, go Warriors. Hope you have a great winter. I, I appreciate it, Todd. I'm, I'm certainly hoping we will. Um, and, you know, honestly, there's a lot of great ADs in Central Iowa that could have won uh, or been uh, received this award. So, you know, I feel very fortunate uh, because this area of the state is so rich with great people uh, and great ADs. And then to the other four of that uh, in the other districts, those are all gentlemen um, that are, are ADs that are well deserving of their uh, of their honor as well. So uh, I appreciate you having me on uh, and, and enjoy the three of you. And, uh, you know, I wish you all the best as you continue this uh, podcast, Todd. All right. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it. We'll talk again all right. soon. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks, Todd. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening uh, to this edition of Beyond the Bench. And we'll talk to you again in a week or so. Be blessed, everyone.